0: She's nice to my I just written it all Ladies hey, and gentlemen, gentlemen welcome, welcome back to, to Fitbit Pod. Uh, my, my name is Ben, ben Lovas, and, and sitting up opposite me, well, well so with me is uh, yeah. uh, the birthday boy uh, the one and only Dora's singer. I didn't. I didn't. Happy birthday no. to you. Wow. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to <laughs> Bill Rock. Happy birthday to you! Yes, oh, something I never forget. Never. You, dropped you dropped the hip hip. Hip hip! All right.
1: Well, there's always that thing: who's going to yeah. do the hip hip? Who did it? Who did it with your family? Sorry, who was that? Girl? Yeah, sorry, sorry. That?
2: Thank you, uh, Ben, and thank you, mystery gorgeous voice. Uh, okay, I'm going to bring our guest in—a uh, fantastic stand-up comedian, one of our uh, people I love and adore. Please welcome Evan Hawking yes. Thanks for having me, boys. All right, Heaven, Evan, Heaven, Evan. <laughs> Yeah, um, I did not think you're going to bring this up, Ben. Uh, um, no, I had to. I had to. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. Your oh, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Today, is it? <laughs> no, it was on no, Saturday. It was on oh, the 29th oh.
0: of January.
2: You and I have had a beer on my birthday <laughs> once. Remember after a gig we went to that uh, drunken poet place in, 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 oh. uh, on in. Um, yes, uh, on it Victoria's was um, no, yeah, the drunken poet. Peel Street. The drunken
0: poet?
2: Yeah. only time I ran a comedy room. You've, oh really? I oh really How, uh, it how, it how and I got drunk there, but just, just him and me got drunk. But listen. Yeah, here we go. You t- why don't you tell this story? My birthday okay, so was I... on 30th of January last Saturday. Today and we're recording before we get into it,
1: Thanks for uh, having me on your 145th episode <laughs> and, 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 for the first time. And it was because someone pulled out. And, so <laughs>
2: Hey, the listeners don't know about the pullout part. Don't oh, know pullout. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry. They don't know no that we out. had uh, David Goggins on. Uh, uh, and <laughs> they got replaced well. with Evan Hawken. Listen. Yeah. Listen, I'm glad you're here for the 140. What is it? 45? You tell us. I think it was 145. 45. But congratulations!
1: Fuck, these bikes have been doing it for a bit. I haven't listened to one episode, so I better
2: <laughs> catch up. Catch up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, congratulations <clears throat> on making 145, and also potentially the last one.
0: So <laughs> why? Yeah, why the last? <laughs> All right, fill me in. So, so, um, so it was Dill's birthday on Saturday. This Saturday. is
2: Thursday, Feb 4th that we're recording so, this. Yep.
0: So, so on, so on Saturday. And uh, it was Dill's birthday on Sunday, uh, not uh, no, no, on Saturday, no. and then on Sunday night, I call him, Ryan, okay, because <laughs> yeah. the reason why I call him is, uh, is so I forget his birthday Saturday, okay, I'm not on Facebook anymore, yes. it wasn't reminded, it wasn't in my phone, didn't call him. All day at work, all day Sunday, putting the final touches to the birthday present he gave me, which is a sauna. I have a four-person sauna in my backyard, Fuck. and I call him, because I wanted him to be the first call, because I was like, I am sitting in there, and I like, I've got the Bluetooth in there, the phone's outside, I bought white towels, I, I am living the fucking dream. I call him.
1: Dill's <laughs> <laughs> going, oh, yeah, it's been all day, he's going to ring me, he's going to go, Got a present for you. Happy birthday! It
0: gets worse. Oh, it's it my way worse because then he has he like, "Hey buddy, hey buddy." I was like, "Hey buddy, how you going? Wait, 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 wait! Listen to this." Shh. Like, water in- on the hot rocks. Oh, oh, that's my rocks. heart sinking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, "Buddy, it's it. It's happening. It's happening. I'm here. I'm sitting in it after all this time. <laughs> after all this chat, it's here. Thank you. I love you." What have you it? been up to? <laughs> and
2: he goes, it was my birthday yesterday. And I'm like... Oh, <laughs> fuck! And uh, you didn't even go, oh, fuck, you just went in denial first. You're like, no, I, you're lying, yes. bullshit. I'm like... He's like... <laughs> you no, know, you started making excuses like, it's not on Facebook. I'm like, oh, well, fucking, you know, open mic comedians from 2010 are like hitting me up saying happy birthday. How did they find out about it? Oh, I missed you
1: it? as well, Dil, and I am on
0: Facebook. I apologise, but...
1: Uh, so what... What does a sauna cost?
0: A sauna. Well, oh. this is this is also very good because then what it did. Hang on, let's finish on that. So Dill. So Dill. So I was like, I felt so bad. So I checked Facebook, uh, but the irony. And then Dill said it it's so good. I was like, oh man. I was like, it's. It, I, I just can't believe I forgot your birthday. Like this is shit. And 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 but, but thank you so much for my birthday present. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> must,
2: must be really nice. Must be really nice. Be so nice.
0: But in saying that, because uh, I hated, I hated forgetting his birthday. And uh, you're not the only one. I, f- I forgot another because I'm on Facebook and I've always it's used hard. that. And so now, uh, I sent Dylan a film. He is now uh, progressed into the family birthday calendar, which is a huge step. Ah. Huge step. Sometimes
2: it's, you need to, like, you yeah. know go through some shit to come out stronger, right? Stronger, like any yeah. relationship. So,
0: it's, uh, so, so we, so we filmed it there, uh,
2: and, and that's uh, the
1: calendar on the wall. Exactly. My mum used to do that, and she used to write, change it obviously each year, and write how old they were. Oh, it was, uh, that's that's a smart. Well, that's an organised lady.
2: Fuck, that's great. I've never heard of that. So you so just each th- year you just update the you add just yeah. update it each yeah, year. So uh, Seems Uncle, like a bit of
1: effort. <laughs> a- Auntie Judy, uh, six hundred and fifty. You know, How old is <laughs> Auntie Judy?
2: How's she doing with COVID?
1: Uh, she's all right. She is six hundred and fifty, but yeah. uh, she's fit she's for gonna, her age.
2: We should get her on. We? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had a, we haven't had a very old person. Who's our oldest uh, guest? Yeah,
0: I reckon it probably be Glenn.
2: Oh, yeah. eggs. I reckon he's our yeah.
0: oldest, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, still yeah. keeps
1: fit though. I was chatting to him uh, might have been at uh, that The Christmas show. lunch. Yeah, yeah, the Christmas lunch, not this year, maybe the year before. And he's still surfing. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He, he was showing me uh, photos of him ripping up uh, some bongs, some uh, reef break in. <laughs> yeah, bongs. <laughs> he goes, whoa, wait, don't let those out. In Uncle Arthur character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, he's still fit and foreign. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: But see, you're fit.
2: Well, well just quickly to say, no. like, I, I thank you. I'm really yes. excited to be on the calendar. But also, like, it was this weird one where you don't want to be a 36 year old man who's, like, <laughs> upset about someone missing your birthday. Yeah. But I had to acknowledge I did feel sad because it was not like anyone missing. It was like you. Like, I know. You know what I mean, like that's what like we talk to each other almost every other day, I would say pretty much. Pretty every much day. Every, yeah. So I was like, yeah, this I was kind of annoyed that he did bum me out. Do oh. you know what I mean? Like it was more like, ah, oh, like, uh, OK. Like I was like, I wish it didn't. Like I wanted to be like when you're a kid, of course, but matter oh. so much when you're older. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like it's nice to be acknowledged, but it's not a big deal. I think it's a bloke thing as well.
0: Uh, forgetting people's birthdays or just yeah. not, but again, but again, I, I do, I do, I you pride do yourself remember, on. I pride it. myself remembering so, birthdays, and then also uh, I like celebrating because, like, for I men, maybe not men, but it's just like sometimes it's the one thing we celebrate. Every year. like yes. everyone does it, but I feel like that's something that at least that you know people celebrate anniversaries, yep. you know, like all this kind of stuff. Birthdays is that one thing.
2: I did love that I posted a picture of a birthday dinner that I went to, uh, 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 like a uh, with my uni mates, which had a happy birthday message written uh, there. He, he, well. he, you liked it though. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was being supportive of the post. I was like, "Look, he's with his universe. You <laughs> so know, I was like, I know it was a good um,
2: "But yeah, just to put a put a line through it." Yeah. So, yes, I, 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 it was weird that I felt weird, but I was like, "You know what? It's I'll just acknowledge it. I do feel weird, and I just wish I didn't." But yeah, look, I'm glad I made it to the end. And
0: I'm sorry for that. But then what? Yeah, but also,
2: me? sorry. But also. uh It's been a weird year It's been a tough year It's been such a strange time in life But then afterwards as well After lockdown and all that Like, you know We're we're both going through some shit Do you know what I mean? So so I I did also have that removal as well Going, look You know, this is really extra Extraordinary circumstances that we're in You've got a lot on your mind You know, and stuff like that So I didn't get mad about it But it was all What
1: is it? What are we uh, talking boys What <laughs> if what if it, what if it what, was what are the, the problems? you've just <laughs> literally well, you've got it as a yeah. throw it out there? I mean, he forgot your fucking birthday. So <laughs> don't put this shit on me.
2: <laughs> this is one couples that suddenly just zero in on someone else. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but, every, so, but I, yes,
0: I, it's all good. But uh, I did, yeah. But it's also that same thing, because I've got two kids. Now you, you could never you, you can't forget your kids' birthday because they tell no. you five months and months every yeah. day, it's gonna be my birthday in you know, thirty days. And so then I said, I, I was like, I forgot Dill's birthday and goes like how did you forget Dill's birthday? And I was like, I don't know I I just forgot it. She's like, oh, well, you know, what present are you going to get? I was like, i got a couple ideas. And she's like, I've got a pretty good idea. <laughs> I was like, what, 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 what president should we get? is like Lego Friends. Everyone loves Lego Friends. It's and it's just like, that's what your kids said. Yeah, yeah. So oh. it's just like Lego yeah. Friends. And that's what like, she wants.
2: Line in the, sand. Light in light the light sand. That's the end of that show. Right. Evan Hawking, Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. Thanks for coming along. Uh, it's been you've been so busy for 144 weeks. <laughs> We've been really excited oh, man, to finally get you locked <laughs> down. Oh, thanks, um, boys, mate. So many things to chat to. Uh, probably Ben, you'd agree, one of the fittest units in comedy.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Has to be, right? Absolutely, and from the, I've never seen you fat. Well, some of it as well. It's a lot of uh, aesthetical.
1: Is that a word? Not in uh, S- Victoria. Not in Victoria. <laughs> um, aesthetics, uh, aesthetic, a- aesthetic,
2: aesthetic, aesthetic, aesthetic. aesthetic. I would it. say
1: the way you said it then. So because I do, I don't carry much weight. I've always and before I will say because I got a thing where I from probably the age fourteen I've played sport until mm. about. Maybe 34.
2: What, how old are you now?
1: Uh, 38. Yeah. yeah. 38. So, so
2: right in between me and Benny.
1: That's exactly right. 36, 38, 40. Remember it was Dill's birthday. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> but
1: I, I'm jealous and in a way I'm a little bit, because you blokes seem to, There's a whole pod, you let yourselves go for years. Are you oh. jealous of you? And Well, I'm jealous now that you're getting the cr- Everyone's like, uh-huh. oh, well done, yes. Dill. Yes. Well done, Ben. Oh, yeah, yeah. Change your life. Turn your life around. Where I've been sweating and bloody doing footy pre-seasons. I've been training my ass off till I was 34 and now I'm just, everyone's like, oh, Eva's always been fit. Yeah, you know. I could not my agree. My body's fucked. I can't run. I can't. Oh, my shoulders are okay, but my knees, my ankles are screwed,
2: they're roted. Now the new bike's like, oh, I just ran a fucking
1: marathon.
2: Uh, it's the interesting thing about uh, I, I in fact in my stand-up uh, it's you know there's a clip on YouTube which is when people clapped when I they uh, said that I, I, think I said thank seen you. That. Yeah. But don't because I feel really shitty to get applauded for fixing a problem that I created. Yes. Whereas people like you who've consistently looked after yourself yeah. don't get rewarded for it because no. it's not an exciting story. People love a underdog come good. Yeah. No one likes someone who's just done the right thing all the way through. <laughs> the way it's through. like it's almost like the fact that you didn't fuck up and then fix it is somehow you're boring <laughs> in that sense. I Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, one, yeah. no one rewards that... that. But that should be the thing we celebrate. The people yeah. that... Like, I had this chat with Mick Nevin, right? Sorry to cut you off there. Nah. But Mick Nevin and Mickey D were there. And I said to Mickey, this is back in 2016 right. where I was struggling a lot. And I said to Mickey, hey, can I sit down and chat with you about weight loss and not drinking and things like that? And, and Mickey's like, yeah, man, I'd love to. And then Mick Nevin's like, why don't you ask me? I'm like, mate, because you're fit. He goes, yeah, but I have to like... Every day make a conscious decision yes. to choose healthy lifestyle. I'm like, yeah, but you j- make the decision. I want to talk to a guy who knows the right call and still takes the wrong I- yep. wrong decision. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is a different mentality to someone who has always been fit all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know it's. I'm not dismissing no, that it's no. difficult for you to or there's a challenge involved. in well, It's probably that- now. Now it's harder because um,
1: it, all my life, my, my basically up until – probably 31, 32, my life was uh, play football, train, do preseason. pre still, You'd still go out and get shit-faced. Yeah. Like I've had some of the biggest benders you've ever seen. But as long as you get to training on Tuesday and sweat it out and um, yeah, get up. for. The- so it's
2: part of your DNA almost that because at such a young age there was a focus on prioritising Exercise or activity. Let's yeah. call it activity. Well, whatever what, shape or form you
0: Let's just take a step back because footy is in your blood. It's yes. in your family. Yeah. This you, is Aussie rules, yeah? Yeah, Aussie, Aussie rules. rules. AFL. Uh when did you start? When did you start playing footy? Uh well probably like
1: uh well it's called Oz Kick now. But yep. it was called Vic Kick back then. So maybe grade three. Yep. So on a Saturday morning, uh, you go down to the local primary school where you you know, certain primary schools had run Vic Kick, and I went to Bimberine, which is out in Moorabark. There,
0: was it like now, where every kid gets a go, or was it just on for young and old?
1: During the game, it was. Oh, I mean, if you were maybe <laughs> if you were a kid who, all right, this kid's a bit special or whatever, give him a kick or whatever. But um, I mean, it was pretty inclusive. Yeah. Uh, okay. the, but the only thing, the thing that like this is back in the nineties, and there'd always be uh, there'd be, you know. Hundreds of Richmond, Guernseys, Essendon, Carlton, um, (laughs) all all the big powerhouses, and I'm a Sydney supporter, and that was when Sydney were shit, Shit. (laughs) like 91, 92, 93, and I still remember a girl I went to school with, I I still see her now, she goes, I just loved that you would wear your Sydney top (laughs) To to school on like AFL or VFL days, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, everyone's yeah. like Sydney. They were shit. There were times where I think we went maybe twenty six games in a row from ninety two to ninety three where we did not win a game. And I literally, <laughs> we played a few Friday games. Yeah. I would be crying.
2: Was your was your family uh, South South Melbourne Swans? So sorry? dad
1: played. Yeah, so dad played for South Melbourne. Uh-huh. Originally, he was Richmond. His dad was Richmond, but then he played for South Melbourne. One game. One game, but sort of three to to
2: four. Brownlow straight away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You've got all the votes that that game. And Norm Smith. He said he
1: he played (laughs) out at Waverley, 1971. He played on the wing. I don't know if he played. He may have played a quarter. Or something like that. And, I and just please, hear like chicken and burgers. You yeah. say wing and quarter. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, all I Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So And it's funny because like people laugh and go, Oh one game, but you know, have you played a game? Yeah, you oh, know, man. You, of, of course. You'd, 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 the have, dream. That forever. you'd f- have that forever. Do you but, know what I mean? And he said back in the day that he he was one who said I I didn't look up like he was he loved his bands, you know, and he said training when he was playing at South Melbourne was play on the Saturday, then you'd go for a run around Albert Park Lake and then you'd just get on the piss yeah. in the Arvo. Yeah, so, that's, so different to that's what it is now. That's in the 70s and uh, oh, it sounds like great times. But even he said, he said, I probably didn't, um he, he played a bit of footy but then he copped the knee in the back and said that probably ended his career, just
0: couldn't. <laughs> And this is this is where I find interesting. So you you play in you play in, uh, in primary school, then you hit high school. Yeah. And when do you join like a, a semi-serious club? When when do, when does that happen? Cuz you got the skills. Of, off the back the of that year sim- yeah. similar
2: question, when does it become a potential dream yeah. that it might be a reality? Uh, and when does the reality shift? Back when you're like, okay, maybe that elite level might not be for me, but I can still yeah, continue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So two, okay. two
1: So, year 7, I didn't play Football at all I played I was big into basketball Yeah As well Played a lot of basketball How tall are you? Oh 6'1 Yep but, Okay you know, Power is, forward Oh yeah This is uh, Under fourteen though Yeah So um, I was maybe a small forward Yeah um, Yeah I had some mates You know those guys Who just like a massive At like 13 and Yeah and their voice yeah. drops over like a school holiday. So you're yeah, like Hey yeah. Tim,
0: how are you going? Good. And then three weeks later, you're like good. Yeah.
1: So I had a great mate who, um Ash Cannon who played uh he
2: ended and he up Pash Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> great Pash Cannon. Is that yeah. his name?
1: Oh man, it's he's like a superhero. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But That's he a- he played ended up he went overseas. He's like a
2: pervy photographer. Yeah, Pash yeah. Cannon. He um <laughs>
1: But he ended up playing like Geelong Supercats, went overseas and he was always like a big unit and we'd play one-on-one and he'd just fucking throw me against the wall and shit like that. So yeah. he was he was a power forward. But um, so then under 14s, so that's about year eight, you start playing uh, comp footy. Mm. So that was down at Moorlbark. The Moorlbark uh, Tigers? What were they called? They were called the Moorlbark Tigers. They're the Falcons, but they were just called the Barkers. The Barkers, okay, No yeah, one's go- yelling out, come on, Falcons. It was yeah. just the Barkers. Yeah, Barkers. Yeah. Yeah. I've time. heard a
2: few birds go, woof, woof, you <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really, it really adds up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the Barkers, now they're the Mustangs, um, but I still think they're just the Barkers at heart. Yeah. So, uh, so you go 14s, 15s, but in 14s, that's when you start, if, if you're any good, like Eastern Rangers are a TAC. So there's like a a lot of people get drafted from the TAC cup
2: you know oh, yeah, yeah, 17 yeah. and 18 year olds
1: yep. but they've got squads like 14s uh 15s 16s and mm-hmm. you build your way up so the better players start um playing games and carnivals yeah. Um, sa-
2: sa- side note, very uh, yeah. sidestep TAC. When you said TAC, which is the uh, traffic safety thing, right? Traffic yeah. Accident. yeah, accidents and stuff. I my brain went to TAB straight away, and I'm like, is there a fucking gambling company <laughs> that's sponsoring children playing underage footy? sport? Yeah, I was yeah. like brain freezing, going, what the fuck? Well, I these, these days it's yeah.
1: probably all right as long as you do it
0: responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: uh, but remember, so, TAC, but I, I yeah.
0: do like that because I remember uh, a, a colleague of Dad's friend Dad said, you know, that, you know, they're sponsored by the TAC, but you know, when you look at a football Play at the end of his career. He's got pretty much the same injuries as he has after a car accident. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's a
0: great joke. That's a great
2: joke
1: because it's like, uh, yeah, think like it's true. Oh, <laughs> it's true. And don't don't that is um, exactly. Well, and that's even local players. We can maybe run through the injuries later. Yeah, um, definitely.
0: So so you get to when yeah like deal. So when when does it tick over? Like I got a chance. I got I got a chance. Well, the
1: chance was probably under sixteens when I played. Uh, in the Australian championships so yep. that's I played for Vic Metro um and what, they, what position? Oh it was half back but a lot on the bench um <laughs> so that was that was probably the one moment where I thought I'm a chance but also after that thinking I'm not a fucking chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was
2: just literally in limbo at that point. It I reckon go it go just either way. So let. Sorry, you go.
1: Sorry. So first game, we're playing against Vic Country. They've got uh, Josh Fraser, Brent Guerra, uh Ryan Houlihan. You know, Jesus. Yeah. AFL people would probably yeah. know those names. Uh, Josh Hunt. I played a quarter on Kane
2: Corns. Jeez. Oh, wow.
1: And he kicked three goals on me. So <laughs> yeah. I guess when one of the best taggers in the AFL right. is kicking three goals on you. But yeah. it that,
2: But you don't know he's gonna be the one of the best no, taggers at no, no, that no, point. That's... So yeah. it almost can affect your psyche going, Oh shit, like am I you know, like someone said, I think uh, Travis Cloak, they played on Travis Cloak in, mm. in school and got dominated by him or dominated yeah. him. Or so. I can't remember yeah. either way, but it's just that weird feeling where you're just like, you don't know this is about to be one of the great players and no. you just get smashed. But it's like playing, you know, I don't know, like LeBron in high school. Yeah. People knew well, it's sort of like then.
1: people sort of know There's yeah. sort of names uh, floating around where this guy. So
2: can yeah. I bring in the, the, the black and red elephant bomber in the, into yeah, the room, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is that you're... Uh, housemate slash brother yeah we don't still a...
0: live together okay so, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for a while you did uh, yeah yeah yeah
2: played for Essendon right he's yes. uh he talking. talking yes. and um we uh obviously and what was interesting as well and you know feel free to talk about it as much comfortable as you possible but oh, during the whole asada scandal yeah, yeah. he was living with you like yes. you, were, you were at the the fucking the face so, of it. so quick little uh, you catch up on people so for the at least international that listeners... I don't want
1: that to get out. we cut that shit out. I was taking this shit.
2: I was, uh, yeah, I, I was like, so just, just tell us the stuff that you do on stage yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah. way, you know. But also, no, yeah. can you give a quick summary of what happened? It was um, a drug scandal, basically, yeah. that rocked
1: sport in Australia. And probably overseas as well. People, you know, it went sort of worldwide, probably. Um, yeah. So at, at that stage, so it happened in 2012. That was... um God, my, that long ago. Yeah, that was my first year back in uh, Melbourne and... Because uh, you
2: went off to Port Douglas? Uh, I went Douglas. off to
1: Port Douglas and um, well, the funny thing is when I moved to Port Douglas, I was 26, I was sleeping in a with bunk, a lot of people. bunk bed oh, sure. um, with my brother on top and I thought, <laughs> all right, I've got to go to Port Douglas and get <laughs> me fucking shit together, get me life together and I came back four years later. With my tail between my legs <laughs> <laughs> Mate, can I um, You don't have a spare room, do you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, what happened to <laughs> Port Douglas in four years? Ah, oh, well, you know You, you did a bit bl- of
2: radio, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Oh, community radio yeah, world, yeah. A We all start there, yeah So, Unnecessary Noise with Buddha uh, Yeah, was, and uh, now a you're Cult following
2: And now you're on the 145th episode of Fitbit yeah. Like, oh, look mate, how far you've come Does it get
1: better? I've moved out of my brother's house
2: so. <laughs> With Justin Fleming <laughs> That's it Yes, yes,
1: I've, mate, I lived in a garage for three months. My last three months in Port Douglas, because I was going overseas for like, Six weeks. Um, I lived in a fucking garage.
2: In a garage. Crazy. In Crazy. a garage.
1: You're 29. you You've split up with your uh, girlfriend at the time. You're living in a garage. You go, where is my life at?
2: In a garage? In a garage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was easy it's to get to sleep. Very close to garbage.
1: Easy to get to sleep. I think just the <laughs> car fumes.
2: Okay. Like. Okay. So, so let's, let's step by step. So there was a drug scandal in 2012. Yeah. It yeah. came out. You'd already started living with him. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, then I think it was
1: 2013 when shit started to come out. Can, Without going into specifics, but mm-hmm. uh, one day him and Del's got home and they said, fuck, we're in a bit of fucking trouble. They came in, they were quiet. I said, what's going on? And they sort of said what had happened. And that's that's mm-hmm. when you got a point where I'm thinking, fuck, this is pretty, yeah. pretty serious. And for them to um, – so that's the year after – Um, And again,
2: just quickly uh, catching people up. So it was a uh, performance enhancement issue. And basically the players... uh Coaches, uh, Some of the players weren't even aware, right, that it was kind of no, happening. No, most or, of them weren't. Yeah, that's the thing. But either way, the penalty struck the oldest players, uh, people like Joe Watson, the the champion captain. Yeah, he yeah. had to give up a medal that he won, one of the yep. most prestigious yeah. medals had and things like that. Up. Went to Sam Mitchell of Horton. Um, and it's easy. They
0: lost points. Then they were kicked out of yeah, the yeah, final yeah. eight I and Carlton Cald- got in. That might have been... <laughs>
2: that yeah, on, it basically <laughs> helped both <bought> our teams.
0: <laughs>
1: but the mm. thing is, you've got to realise, and it's easy for people to say, oh, you know, if you thought it was wrong... Or there was something wrong with oh, it. Absolutely. Why did you do it? No, but no, but cool. even That's, if yeah. you're at uh, playing local sport, like if someone goes, "This is going to help you," you you don't ask those questions, and you're in a you're in a situation where if you do ask questions, maybe you get frowned like a maybe frowned upon. Um, but you just think. The club and the yeah. the medical the staff have got your best, got your
2: back exactly. Got your back, and and also they've done the due diligence. Yeah, yeah. and this is
0: why I always find interesting when you see those things that come out with WADA and especially with swimmers that you know, like I always think you know they you go into sport you give everything. Mm. Then if you do get funding and you get to be part of a professional football team or Australian Institute of Sport, you 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 don't have to worry about that. The whole point of being in that system is so you can yeah. focus on the skill itself. Right, so when exactly. I do see them going, I didn't know. Nine at two times, I genuinely believe them because yeah. like, you didn't know, and then it's it's actually not your fault. It's the person who is ministrating yeah. that, and that's why with the Essendon team, you know, as much as I hate Essendon because I go for Carlton, uh, part of me was just like, man, these these are kids,
2: yeah. these are kids yeah. who you know, I oh, will stick this in your arm, and then you're like, okay, off we go. They didn't know. All so your, yeah, so the reason I eyes. wanted to bring Heath in the conversation. So what was that? Because how old is he? He's younger, older, and how was uh, that having your sibling start yeah. to like? Pro- progress in. The so he's
1: level. he's younger. We'd play backyard footy. Yeah, backyard cricket. He hated it because I used to just bolt. So I'm, he's five years younger, six yeah. years younger. Yeah. So if I'm year twelve, he's like, yeah, grade six. Grade six. Like, if you've got a year 12-er bowling ball bean balls at your head with a tape ball, um, cricket isn't you think that, isn't that his, great. I think I ruined his
2: cricket in... career.
1: Oh, but do
2: you think that shaped his competitive edge, though, because he's having to compete with oh, a physically dominant used person? to smash the shit out of me. <laughs> So
1: we used to have one of those lowered basketball rings, and he's like half my size. And I'm just going, get that shit out of here. <laughs> he didn't score on me. And then... But just belting the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> and it does. He's, he's a lot tougher than me. Like if, if we went at it now and yeah. it got serious, like he's done a bit of jiu-jitsu and shit like that, he would put me in a hole. But I'd, I'd, he probably doesn't have that in him. But, um, mm. it but really it, got
2: there was that way.
0: age difference where while you're growing up, he's never going to catch up. He's never going to catch and, up. And you do see that with brothers in particular yeah. that are five. If it's like two or three years, then you can see one catch up to the other. But in that case, I'm watching yeah. it now with, like, uh, my daughter and my son. Yeah. And, like, my daughter's quite large, but there's, like, two and a half years difference. But he is shooting up, you know. Asada style. Asada
2: style, yeah. It's <laughs> style. yeah and like, you
0: put everything in the memory bank. Like,
2: yeah.
1: If it was two years between me and my brother, I would... I would look about seventy, I reckon, because he would have he would have smashed me in the head yep. so many t- actually one time he did, you remember because he was like the little kid, he looked good, he had blonde hair, he was the little mummy's little pet. Yeah. One day I must have
0: <laughs> no, Oh
1: man, Mummy's little boy, <laughs> Mummy's little boy. And one day we're down we're down at Rosebud and we had like a, a Tarago, you know, with a sliding door. Yeah. And um oh. one day We've hopped out. My brother hopped out first, and then as I'm sort of getting out of the back, I've got my head forward, and he goes to slam the door. My head <laughs> is in the door, and it's just gone crack. Oh. And, s- and I'm in tears. And maybe is that looked why at you me- look
2: like the way you That's do. That's why my <laughs> head is so
1: skinny. Actually, I got a shithead. head. Dad used to call me pinhead when I was. Young. <laughs>
2: is <laughs> the best family Oh
1: man, it's great It's great But he smashed my head in the door And mum's like What are you crying about? He's said fucking damn My head in the door And uh, she's like Oh, harden up And uh, oh, wow. maybe that was his way Of going Yeah through, But he probably should have done it A few more times Because I really belted the shit out of him. So, so ha- ha- how did you suggest the two him. of you? Uh, sister in the middle.
0: What, no, so, so how was it? Because I'm always curious with that. Because when you see siblings, I've got another family where he became a professional basketball player and his, ah. and his brother didn't. How 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 was it uh, when he did? You know, like he gets drafted, he hits Essendon, yeah. He becomes a good player. He's part of the 21. How did, how did you? Was it all supportive? I'm excited. Oh, was there any emptiness?
2: You're like, get no, in this van, no, brother. No,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> so, like, By then. By then, so that was 2005, and the thing was, he missed out on the national draft. He went in the rookie draft, and I think it was one of those things where a few clubs had called him. Uh, He sort of injured himself in his last year of 18s. His brother slammed his fist in the fucking (laughs) van. He just hired Tarago. Why
2: Why have you hired a (laughs) Tarago? No reason. Let's go camping.
1: (laughs) Gold, gold. Uh, He missed out. He went in the rookie draft. And I remember being a bit disappointed because we thought he was going to get drafted. Um, And by 05, I must have been maybe 23. And, like, my dream was over. Like, I knew. Yep. Like I said, I'd come to terms. I played a little bit of VFL but by then you sort of realize where you are in mm. the pecking order and, and, and you for, go I wasn't good enough.
0: Yeah and, and also right. and, and but yeah. I, this is what I find really interesting is the, the the mentality of being able to realize that at 22 23 because I think for a lot of people like uh, maybe it's different where in maybe in comedy when you're younger it's like a comedy comic having a bad set and they going, that was all right yeah, 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 yeah. but then right. you, you realise that you don't have the skill, you don't have the ability, and then also there are people making the decision kind of for you, and so then you have to come peace with it and go, actually, I am going to sit in the country league and maybe get a bit of cash and a paper bag at the end of the day. That's as big as my footy career is going to go. Yeah. So you
1: knew at what, 22, 23? I probably knew, okay, under 18s. I Yeah, under 16s, I thought, fuck, I'm playing against the best of my age group in Australia, and I didn't go that well. So then all of a sudden you've got to pick yourself up and try and play under bottom age, Eastern Rangers, the next year. I think I might gotta cut from that. Yeah. So it was almost like a really sort of like maybe
2: self-doubt was creeping in. I'm going, yeah. fuck, this is geez, where am I? What's going on? What how do you carry that lesson into the future? So is it a case of realizing that that that's okay to have a goal and then reassess what that goal is? Or is yeah. it something that Builds self doubt as you go into the future as well. Like, oh, what am? What if I? Because the reason I'm asking yeah. is, is accounting getting fired from that job could have set me in the wrong spiral, uh, way, which was that I'd built myself to become an accountant for years, Jeez. and then I got told I'm not good enough. We obviously right, had, had. How did drains, you handle that yeah. when you got told you weren't good enough to be an accountant? Were you? Well, at the time, it was kind of a bit of a relief. Big, well, in the lead up, it was like I was really broken because I'd studied since I was like 14 with this idea of becoming world, something in the finance world. And then all of a sudden I'm realizing I'm not good enough or I don't like it or I hate it. And then you get officially told, you know, you should be doing something else. It yeah. was a huge shock to my identity. Mm. And then I took a year to, before, even though I knew I wanted to try comedy, it took me a year to get up and do it because I was scared to fail at that as well. Yeah. So that, that's why I'm asking that question is because it could have stopped me from trying comedy yep. because I couldn't deal with rejection again. Yes, but what I eventually realized is that, okay, now it's given me a blank slate that I can now try anything. And even if it doesn't work out, I'll learn You'll to bounce okay, back. It's like yeah. you learning that you're going to be okay because what you hoped for, even if it turns out to not be the case, yeah. you can still take a lesson with yourself. And even though you might've been down the wrong path, you go, fuck, I picked up some good lessons along the way. Let me use that for the next part.
1: Yeah. Cause I guess it's easy for someone to go, okay, the AFL dreams over to just even quit
2: Footy. Or footy. Th- yeah. Yeah, that's or just what I mean.
1: spiral out into drinking. Um, which it does happen, but So know, but this is what you know. I find
0: interesting is people like you and, and fellow friend like Tom Seagate, mm-hmm. I'll throw in the Nelson twins, like that you've just regardless of where you were situating and what you were doing in life be a Portacolis, you kept playing footy. Yeah, And I'm always fascinated by this, that is it. Is it a family thing or is it just becomes a community thing for you? What keeps the drive? Because the dream's over. What keeps you playing footy rather than just keeping fit? Okay. So the
1: thing for me was, all right, I, I'm not going to be an AFL footballer. I played VFL, which is the level under. I, I realised I'm probably not going to be a VFL footballer. So then I thought I need to play at the highest possible level below that. Yeah. So, and that essentially is PlayStation. A <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you fucking. Two, accountant. two at that time. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So essentially that is local footy, but a Division One side or yep. something like that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I went and played at East Ringwood. And I realised that oh, uh, the
0: Ringwood rabbits.
1: uh, They were they used to be called the bluebirds, but now they're the uh, the the, ringworms, the ruse, the the ruse, the ruse, the East Ringwood ruse. So I thought (laughs) I have to be as good a local footballer as I can. So that's when I I was still my pre season would be finish your last game, get pissed, and then maybe take two weeks off, and then start running. Yeah, get in the gym.
2: And I did that for basically the next. So that's awesome to me because that means even though you shifted divisions within your world, your division, you still strive to be the best version of yourself in that division. Even though you had let go of this idea that I'm not going to be no matter how hard I train, it was almost told to you, as Ben said, like almost like they made the decision for you no matter how much you train, you might not be good enough to play a lead. But you've gone, no, it's still on me to train as hard as I can to be good at this particular version of it. Well, anything yeah. you do, and yeah, that's that's the so.
1: way I, I think, is you don't want to do anything half-hearted. Once you're doing something half-hearted, you may as well not fucking do
0: it. So, Interesting.
2: Tell us, so, like, yeah.
0: So, that's why I've stopped doing
2: improv. <laughs> <laughs> but you still do riffing. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, so... You go down to a local club and all you got to prove yourself again. Like, a lot of people, like, they don't, I'm playing, so I'm 20, 20 when I get down to a local club. They're men, blokes who have been playing against other men for, you know, 10, 15 years. And there's a lot of good players who drop back yep. directly out of AFL to start playing local football. And so all of a sudden you're back to square one. Like, they don't give a fuck that I played a few VFL yeah, games. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. So then you're like, you've got to prove yourself again. So you train and you are bloody hard at, at the ball. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. I want to talk, like, that's a really interesting area for me, which is that, that that transferable skill or attitude that you picked up from those lessons in playing footy to comedy as well, which is that something you said, if, it's, if you're going to half ass it, don't bother. Because I felt that with you when we started doing comedy together. Yeah. Is that you oh, you guys start like, at the same time. Pretty much, uh, I think I maybe to.
1: start a few months after you or whatever. Yeah. I, was, I was at the end of like 12, Oh no, so
2: I'd gone like, I was at the end of 2010 So maybe a couple okay. of years before yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but it was that you kind of went, okay, well, look I, I need to try and get as many gigs as I can So you went and bought like equipment yeah. and, 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 and and like and speakers And you would try and set yeah. your own gigs up It's yes. like you'd. It was one of the things that you told me that I found so inspiring Is that you found that a lot of times uh, And look
1: where we are now, Dil <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a gig at El <laughs> Hotel, which is the smallest pub in Australia on the 26th of Feb. It's 50-seater, uh, well, you... and uh, we still haven't sold it out yet. So, uh, no, 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 no. <coughs> the,
2: the, but, but it is that thing where I find it's just that you sort of recognize that, you want to give yourself the best shot of getting booked and you found yeah. that a lot of times like if it's made duggy Dougie, Dougie chapel who's been on and stuff runs gigs and he's he it, it really helps him if the person already has the equipment you know and you'll be like and you you know you've thrown me gigs my way things that you've set up and things like that like you created work for yourself again not trying to half ass it you know what i mean like yeah. I, I love that 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 attitude now i wondered whether Obviously, like identity is something we talk a lot about on this podcast. So, obviously, being fit, being um, someone who prioritizes activity or exercise is a big part of your mentality. How does the shift, how did you react to the shift when you realized that your body can't keep up with your mind of what you want to do? So, was it 34, 35 when you stopped? I thought I'll have one last crack playing some decent footy.
1: And yeah, I kept nicking because I've done my knee. So, I've Mm. had like a hamstring graft. So, I kept nicking my hamstring and. A few other things were just... I was the same side? Same side, yep. yeah. But then, obviously, I think I've heard about you talk about, you know, you overcompensate, so all of a sudden your right side... My left side's been shit house from when I did my knee. That was I did that when I was uh, 21. Constantly, like, getting jabs in the knee, getting yep. it cleaned out. Um, How many did, cleans have you had? Oh, maybe three or four. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you mean by clean? <laughs> oh, so that'll be like an arthroscope. So. And then the rest, of the cart,
0: cartilage that just yeah. keeps scraping off.
1: So I did right. it in 04, missed that season, and then it's never been right. It's just, you know, if, if, if there was no noise in the going upstairs, it sounds like just like bone. It's, yeah, bone, they bone. Said to me, yeah. So 07, I tore the meniscus and basically played a whole year with like me. So it would swell up after a game. Tuesday, it's still fucked. I'd maybe get a jab Thursday. Thursday it'd settle down. And then Saturday you'd play again, feels all right. And then it'd just blow up again. See, and
0: this this is where and I that's sp- local football. Yeah. You think you're a fucking idiot. This and this is so, and this is where I totally agree with you because I, I hear this, and of course, my dad's a physio. Yeah, but you hear this where people, you know, you're you're just repeatedly doing more and yes. more damage because you want to play footy and you want to be there for the team. Yeah, uh, but then what you don't realise is that you know your chance of getting arthritis has just come forward fifteen
2: years. It's almost like if you're in an industry which leads to severe mental <laughs> health issues, you just keep going up on. <laughs> stage over and over seeking validation from strangers and then not getting it and then going home feeling sad. Yeah. It's just, why would you do that to yeah. yourself over yeah. and over? Yeah. But
1: then there's the other, because during COVID, I was work, helping a mate out building pits and I'm down in a pit going. You sound like fucking wouldn't Curry in the <laughs> castle.
2: Yeah. I dug a hole. I dug, Well, yeah.
1: what well kind of they pit? dug it for me and then I tried to form it up and build a pit. and. <laughs> what? Do you know what you're trying to work? You've never worked on job sites, have you? No, I've worked on job sites. I just
0: don't know what a pit is.
1: So you know where, all right, little uh, tradey lesson. You know when a new estate goes in? Yeah. When the water's running down the gutter? Yeah. You know how it goes down into the drain? Yeah. That's a pit. There you go. There's pipes. The pipe layers lay the pipes. That is hard work. Oh, it's fucking terrible. (laughs) So you talk about, I would rather do a gig where I am bombing for 30 minutes, take the cash and go... Fuck, that's better than pit building. Yeah.
2: You know, like... <laughs> so during COVID, like my it... dick just shrunk so hard, it's just, like it just went inside me. I feel so emasculated hearing that sentence. You will build a fucking pit with some pipes and you fuck. I'm like, all right, mate. So <laughs> I'm on the I'm job just go for my pedicure, <laughs> and
1: and my mates, I, I, I love me mate, and that, and it's his own business, and and they'll be joking around, laughing, and, and then like for days, I just won't say anything, and then one, to, I'll just have a little quip and I go Oh jesus what's going on bloody about time you fired up and had had a laugh I go mate do you think I want to be doing this thank you for the work <laughs> thank you for the work but I've lost 8 9 months of gigs <laughs> yeah yeah what do you think I want to be a fucking pit <laughs> So I just uh oh, you have to do it you have to do it but, but uh that that was probably worse on my mental health than any shit wow. and the physical you get home you're tired you're yeah. sore you're in what injuries do you have Uh you got uh, the knee so knees rooted yeah uh, I've broken my leg once uh dislocated my elbow <sighs> once I've, I think I've done that twice actually one was real bad though Yeah um Two broken collarbones, yeah, broken arm. All footy? All footy. Just a lot of, and then soft tissue, but um, yep. probably the one that hurt the most, the knee was like intense pain for like 30 seconds, and then it died down. I go, oh, fuck, I might be alrighty,
0: And so it was the injuries in the end that you just realized it's not worth it. That's why I want to stop.
1: I decided I'm 31. I've done, as I can't yep. give any more. I can't mentally i can't do another preseason it, you know, it sounds stupid cuz it's local footy
2: no no no, no. but i love that the, the intensity that you go yeah. into all the things that you do is what i think is so interesting you're not you doing it half fast yeah yeah, yeah. So, so
1: then i'm not going to play and then 2 weeks before the footy season starts in Melbourne. My, my boss who I was working with, which was uh, sprinkler fitting, which is another... Fuck, I'd rather... what sh- you do after I'd you have a sh- I'd rather have a shit gig than, <laughs> than fucking do sprinkler fitting. Um,
2: He's <laughs> <It was> really <laughs> letting out some oh, emotions. As yeah. you said, I've heard you a
1: few times saying this is therapy for you. Well, thanks, boys. This <laughs> can go for an hour and a half. All the shit jobs I don't want to do. Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Concrete needed, Dick.
1: No, 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 he
2: doesn't even realize he's in the studio anymore. He's just now That's yelling it. into the yeah. sky. So i
1: just, I could go in straight into it. You've done, you've done a
2: hard
0: job. concreting pits,
2: landscape gardening. Landscape that was my first one. one, the
0: expert. But that was when I was fit. I love that. And also, when you do landscape gardening, like unlike a pit, yes, when you do land you landscape, you see gar- it. Yes, exactly. yes, you see it. You go, oh, look what I did. What's the hardest job you've done, Dil? The crappiest job you've ever done?
2: Uh, worked as a dish pig for a pizza shop on yeah. uh, in. And on Elgin Street and got yelled at for five hours. Yeah, okay.
0: The um, the hardest one i had to do, yeah. I had to do the recycling run Ooh. on the back of did a truck. Did you say you
2: did a bit
1: of um, I listened to one of the episodes and you said uh, you um Garbo.
0: Yeah, Garbo. So it was recycling one one day, Garbo the next. Yep. But then back then is the machines that you would put the the uh, the bin on weren't quick enough. So all the other guys would just grab the whole wheelie bin oh. and put it in. So it was expected to do you were expected to do that. By I was eighteen, slip disk. Were they the um, big... Big ones? No, no, no. So the little ones. Remember how you used to see, I used to want to be
1: a Garbo when I was there. You,
2: <laughs> you, you <laughs> I, see I, I those wanna...
1: blokes running along. And remember that how they'd pick up the two bins and then as they're running, they just flick it over their shoulders or like they're running away from a fire
2: or <laughs> an I explosion. Pu- I want to <laughs> put a pin in this chat about yeah. uh, all the jobs we did because we could do that nicely for Patreon. Yes. So, okay. Um, yep. But going back to this thing about how to learn how to accept where your body's at and shifting yeah. that mind.
1: So 2013, I'm not playing football my boss uh who I'm working for sprinkler fitting um he says do you want to come play a bit of country football mm. so there's a bit of money involved uh and I'm like "Nah, I'm not playing and it's, it's substantial and I'd never really played football for money it was more just playing
2: was that the first time you're saying no to uh, a footy gig like yeah 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 because yeah. wow. in in my head
1: I'm not. I'm not playing football. I'm not playing. He goes, mate, come play country. You'll love it. It's a bit more relaxed. So mentally I was spent. There was a chunk of cash, which is, it was good. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, no. Nah. So that
2: makes it even harder to say no. So it's so not I'm, just about your passion about, or like something you love doing. Yeah, it's like also yeah. coin. So what? how difficult was it to say no? Well, I spoke to a mate and he said, man, it's six
1: months. It's six months. You know, you've worked you've done from yeah. 14 to something, finally you, you're probably getting to a point where someone's going to give you a chunk of cash, which I'd never played for mm. because it's six months. So in the end, like I had, and I'd always done pre-season, so I hadn't done a pre-season and I, I took it, but I I didn't really enjo- I enjoyed it when I was there, but the other stuff of, uh, you know, not doing a pre-season, mm. um, You're over in Airport West. You couldn't fully, you're an hour and a half away. You couldn't fully engross yourself with it. And you're sort of in the back of your mind, you know, are you doing it just for the money? Um, So I didn't really, I enjoyed it when I was playing in in that moment. But it was all the other shit. Yeah. Like but it became pretty hard then because I think mentally I'd switched off from the season before. It's not that, That's, not to say that I was on the field going, I don't give a shit. Like, I was yeah, always... Yeah, you but still give your
2: best. But it, it's not dissimilar to what a lot of comics who used to be quite kind of big back in the day, who then went into radio and then yeah. now look at stand-up. They're like, oh, I do want to try it again. But the the shit that you got to do to get to that point where it's comfortable on stage is so many open mic gigs, so much writing, so much like bouncing from one gig to the other. Like that part of it, I know is something that I spoke to Michelle Laurie about and she's like, you know, she she loved when she performed and when she gets to occasionally host something, but to do stand-up again is like, I've got to leave my kids for this. Like it's just too much effort. So it starts to shift. Like it's, like we forget how much work it goes to get to a point where you are comfortable on stage, and
1: that was when I was starting to do gigs and you know work some Saturday nights, and all of a sudden, yeah, just because I ended up, I played that year, and then I played half a year the next year at the mm. same team, mm-hmm. and, and definitely that year, that's when my body really broke down. I had a yeah. chunk of bone in my knee, and <laughs> and now I'm oh, now
2: I'm going all right. What the
1: fuck am I doing? I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't and interest so, me. Yeah.
2: So now uh, we're... For example, something that uh, to to finish up, I guess, yeah. we yep. to start wrapping yep. up. But uh, something that I always find fascinating about you, and we've talked about this in our personal life as well, about that. That. Misconception that can come because you're because of the the way you look and sound that people like people automatically assume you're this particular thing as opposed to like the really kind sensitive dude that I know or whatever like because you know you're a big dude you 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 know um, your your face looks like a van uh, door got slammed (laughs) into it. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Turaga
0: <Right. laughs> But but
2: that's something that I guess is I, I wanted to talk a touch on is that that you know, we talk about masculinity a fair bit on this podcast and and how that that complexity of like what a man is yeah, and you know, like it's almost like you have to get, you have to get permission to be sensitive. Like it's almost like, yeah, it's like people yeah. are like, not like, like, what
1: are you talking about? Harden the fuck up. Look at you. Because I feel like people just think oh, I do footy club gigs. Mm. And I'm just i I'm just a footy club dude. And he said, I oh, well, maybe do material about pe- like people wouldn't know about you. Yeah. yeah. You know, so my fiance is a doctor. Like you, you're looking at me and see me on, unless I did the material, you probably wouldn't pick that. Yeah. yeah. you go, yeah. how the fuck? And I, sometimes even me, I pinch myself. I go, she's, she's a nerd. But how, <laughs> like, if you had <laughs> have told me. Yeah. 10 years ago, well, we were together. um, yeah. That I'd end up with a doctor. i go, nah, bullshit.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's
1: something like that. And I think it's just as things happen in your life, you, you grow, like, When I was playing football, the thought of travelling was never something big to me. Yeah. Um, The thought of, you know, my life was football, work, drink, uh, you know, have fun with your mates. Yeah. And now the creativity side of the comedy, um, my fiancé's a doctor who's, you know, she's, she's amazing. And so all of a sudden I've got to break down that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. We've yeah. got to have a chat about. And, and she started a new job, and I want to be there for her because she's. It's tough.
0: Yeah, but it also comes back to your self worth. Yeah. So it's that thing where, it's like, where do you sit in this, and how comfortable do you fit in this environment? And I think that's sometimes, uh, you know, it, you know, it becomes, you know, not that it, you become a little bit insecure, but it's yeah. like I, I totally understand because if you walk into a, be at the arts world or, yeah, yeah. or walk into a footy world, it is a distinct. Uh, completely you know. cultural, different environment, and yeah. so it's like, how do you adapt in it? And the you know the simplest question is, you know, how does one feel that comfortable in their own skin that it doesn't matter if they're walking into you know an arts grant application yeah. rather than a footy club where the guys don't know and you have to prove yourself? Yeah. There are so many overlaps, but then it, it comes down to how do you feel comfortable in your own skin? Really? Yeah, I guess I do walk into some rooms in Melbourne,
1: and I think, you know, if I do. I don't know, it's, weird, it's bizarre. It's bizarre.
2: Yeah, I guess... Well, my, my, I guess we, we, we some... probably
1: don't gig at many of the same rooms because maybe I feel like if I go in there... And ask for a gig, they're gonna go, oh, we don't want you. But see, oh, yeah. no, Cause, cause I
2: I have I real I fucking hate that so much because yeah. it's, it's something I really struggle with. I guess it reminds me of high school a bit sometimes where it's like it's a thing I'm quite big on these days and trying to understand where it comes from for me, where it's the difference between fitting in versus belonging somewhere. Because mm. everyone wants to try and belong. You just want to feel accepted for who you are with all your complexities. Totally. What, what what happened to me at times was I tried to fit in, I tried to be versions of me that I thought they wanted to yeah, see. Yeah, I reckon and I did that as well. Yeah. for a few years. And then yeah. it, just it, for, I, yeah. it just becomes exhausting. Yeah, it just becomes exhausting and you just can't keep up the facade. It's always
1: up here in yeah, your head and you're yeah. like, it's stressful. Like you go, I feel physically knackered. What, what's, oh, I haven't done anything. It's because go, you're going, if I do this joke, that won't work. You go, yeah. oh, people are going to think I'm fucking this could or that. Because you
0: think about all the people who are listening to this now, a lot of people are going through that right now because yeah. they're expecting to go back to the offices yes. when they've spent the last six months actually being able to be yeah. themselves yep. in their own house when mm. they feel comfortable. Mm. not having to fit in, actually letting the work that they do on their laptop shine. The idea of then having to then redo that and go, well, what does this, I felt so comfortable. Now I feel uncomfortable in the place of work. So there's a, a lot of people actually probably read, Going through that whole step, going, how do I fit in? I want to be accepted. Um, but there's a point where you have to let go and go, actually, what I'm doing now is for my work or for the love of it and for the passion. And it's, it's easier said than done. It is. And sometimes you'll hear something. You go, yeah, for the next, I'm going to do this and
1: that. And that's why I love podcasts so much. Because you do, that barrier comes down, and all of a sudden, you don't have to be funny. You don't, yeah. And you can just be chatting. Like like I said, we probably haven't seen each other for months. Yeah. Have but the then idea. now we're just uh, having a chat, and it's good to sort of reconnect. And, and sometimes um, these are the chats that we should be having
2: in real life that we don't. But, but now that the microphone's when you're are around on, comics yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, yeah,
1: do. And yeah. a lot of it's just sort of float in, float out, kind yeah. of True. what's going on. Uh,
2: how's uh, this how's yeah. that how was it, that gig i saw you did this gig what was that like or whatever how do i get that <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, that's it <laughs> that's but it. It, it is such an important thing though i feel like that has been i think the per- perfect perfect phrase is being comfortable in your own skin because yeah. sometimes it's really unfair that different versions of you can exist under the same skin but mm. people just decide and peg you like all of us in a particular brand and go oh, that's what that that person does like i can see for myself, like being a a, a person of color. Like people just assume, oh, I know what he's going to talk about kind of thing. And almost I was like bucking that, for the sake of it, even yeah, without actually yeah. being myself, because I almost didn't want to be the brown comedian. Is that why you did a lot of drinking stuff early, to maybe to try and? Oh, back material, in uni. For, yeah. No, 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 no. Back in oh, uni. Yeah, back yeah, in uni. Definitely, I just yeah. wanted to try and fit in. Because, oh well, to be fair, everyone around me was drinking as well, yeah. so yeah. I just yeah. was yeah. like. And yeah. also, I was really good at it. Like, it's just when that everyone else knew when to stop, whereas I just kept going. So, yeah. so now, where do you feel a little bit more? comfortable with where you're at? Because I feel like it's an age thing. After a certain point, yeah. I remember Justin Hamilton used to have a joke about when you're in your 20s, you it, it, a birthday is stressful because to bring it full circle, you have to invite everybody. But when you yeah. hit, hit 40, you yep. just invite the people you actually want yeah. at your party, you know? So do you feel like that's something that's, you know, that you have a missus that you know loves you regardless yeah. of what the fucking is happening in comedy or footy or anything like that? Like those stable, unconditional loves. Yeah start to really make you accept who you are?
1: I think so. And you sort of realise, you know, I've probably got more close mates who you can chat to on the phone about shit
2: like that, Um, you know, if you're struggling or whatever. Do you have Um, a process with with mental health stuff? Do you uh, keep an um, eye on that sort of shit?
1: Um... Yeah, I probably went through a stage probably back uh a few years ago where I was battling a bit. Port uh, I still no, no, that was the greatest time of my life. That was if I could those four years were uh,
2: uh When you in a garage sounds amazing.
1: Well at the, at the t- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, that's this where you a grow. That's... It was an electric door, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Originally it was four nights on a single mattress, then I got the double bed. But, <laughs> but but at <laughs> the time you do think but but I was 29, yeah. uh, you know, you're yeah, still sure. young. You're yeah, still gotcha, young. gotcha. Yeah, because it's a perspective. Now, like
2: it's in that in, like that age group. Yeah, that's fine. That's funny. And it's like and you look at it funny, And I was playing footy and yeah. it's just a story, you know. Yeah, I was yeah, living yeah, gotcha.
1: with mates, whereas now 38, my mates have got houses, my mates have got kids, my mates are married. Now all of a sudden maybe I'm thinking, like stand-up is great and I love doing that and, and like, a lot of regular oh, not regular people but people who don't do it are not in it they don't understand it
0: yeah they no, don't understand I mean, yeah. it so, about that, like cup, so now
1: yeah. my, my main stress is uh, just money right having money cuz i i
2: cut you off a bit before that so sorry. when you said a couple of years ago that's my bad sorry yeah. that, that you were struggling with a bit and that was while well after starting comedy uh
1: no i think that was uh Maybe just say, what, 36, I don't know. I was working, I was working on a job site. I was, um, I just felt like I was doing, felt like I was trying to please everyone else, Hmm. maybe before I, and I'm still probably there. Like, I still feel like even I was, oh, fuck, I'm running a bit late here. I I don't know what it is. I just like, uh, I just can't with, yeah. be a person who can go, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, you can. You know? and, and,
2: and that's a good quality to have for yeah. the most part. But there's moments I know I, yeah. myself where sometimes I need to say, nah, fuck you for treating me like shit. Yeah. Like more, you know yeah. what I mean? Like at some point that you start to get a bit of like yeah. – People-pleasing is not always a bad thing. It's what makes you good at your job as well. It's because you're listening to the crowd and what they want to hear mm. and what, the, what they're reacting to, so you're catering to that. But if you do that every day in every step of the way in your life, then oh. you're, you're not going to be happy because you're yeah. compromising your own happiness in order to please other people.
1: Yeah, so a bit of it now is, yeah, I have to just, obviously, yeah, focus on the relationships that, you know, and even you've got acquaintances or whatever, but, um, yeah, maybe do a bit more stuff for me yeah. and, and my fiancé and... Yeah,
2: maybe. it's like is it Doctor Seuss so maybe C.S. C- 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 Lewis or something that said those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Mm, that's nice. And, oh, and- I-
0: I totally agree, and also the, when you are in a relationship, and the, you know it's a fiance, and there's a date of getting married. Yeah, especially in the comedy world, there are times where you you sometimes take that for granted. The advantage with being that much older, and with and you know when you're older, you can actually then have time to go. Actually, this is what's important. Yeah, I don't need to do this gig because that person might see me there, or I don't need to do this gig. Uh, or hey, darling, I actually need to do this for the cash. Yeah. Once that communication comes in, I, that's what I found. Uh, but um, we have to put a pin on this. Um, yeah. Uh, right. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, it was a yeah, cracking we'll episode.
2: Bring you back to actually talk specific fitness based stuff. Yeah. Because I couldn't even I, cover I it. It was one of the best chats we've had. I think yeah. as oh, a broadest geez. perspective. I really genuinely oh, appreciate it being me out yeah. But yeah, in term, I was like, yeah, what fucking tips did you get from your brother's uh, elite football career that we can apply to everyday life? Yeah. But we'll get that on. Don't take time. drugs. We'll do it. <laughs> Um, So so good
1: Quick plugs What have you got coming up So I run a thing called uh, The Aussie Pub Comedy Tour So We we don't just book out pubs It's uh School gigs. Um, fundraisers. Fundraisers, whatever. Schools. Where can people
2: find information?
1: Uh, www.theaussiepubcomedytour.com. A yeah, mm-hmm. uh, long one for you. And also me and uh, Tommy Siegert, our podcast, Good Banter with Brilliant. with uh, Tommy and uh, Evo. Um, that's up on YouTube, Instagram, awesome. All that and, jazz. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And so. what are you on Insta? Uh, I'm Evan, just Evan Hocking. Great. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, mate, thanks, thanks Evan. It's this was great. My pleasure. Quick plugs. My
2: plugs. Uh, 17th of uh, Feb, Geelong, then from the 19th to the 28th in uh, in Adelaide. Yes. Then I might be in Perth for a week. Maybe. I don't know if I'm going to do gigs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe oh, not. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but uh, then all of Melbourne Comedy Festival from the 25th of uh, March till the 18th of uh, April, So please check us out. That is the Victorious lion show that I couldn't do in Melbourne. Couldn't yet. do it. Before
1: you go, Benny, yes. when's this coming out? Uh, tomorrow. Okay, so I'm also doing Geelong on Sunday, but Ooh. it's not. High five. S- it's not, but it's a Mexican restaurant. So, <laughs> and that is Fair Income. That's uh, Bobby Dre's in uh, uh, there's two it. shows, 2 p.m., 6 p.m. Uh, you're doing CPAC or something like that. I'm doing the Mexican <laughs> restaurant and I'm setting up my own sound gear. So it's,
0: yeah, baby. uh, Amazing stuff. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Um, Exciting news, though, for the listeners uh, as well is uh, what's that? Uh, Ben Lomas is doing a show in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. With uh, a dear friend of the show, uh, Josh Earl. We are doing a show called Apparently. And uh, so, again, we are at the Imperial is it a Hotel. Is on parent? Uh, we are yet to decide. Yes, it is. It is. It is. So, um, hey. so uh, it, me and Josh Earl. So, again. Get a babysitter. Go out and check it out. Check it out. Uh, again, it's uh, 9.30 from the uh, 6th till uh, the 18th of April. Uh, and, again, it's a tiny venue. So, it's me and Josh Earl. People are asking, are you going to sing a song? And the answer is most likely. So <laughs> 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 um <laughs> check out the t- tickets uh, again. Test uh, tickets. Uh, t- <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Evan, for coming yeah, in. That thanks, boys. Amazing. That was great. Uh, Good fun. So and much. we'll see you. Don't forget Patreon. Uh, it's a lot of you are coming across anyway, and we love your support. We'll <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> Bye.
1: Ow.